Uh, first of all, I would like to say it is me. I know you're used to me wearing glasses, but <laughs> instead of taking my glasses off so that I can read nice and close, I have contacts on. Yeah, and I'm going to put these on and look all professional, right? So, yes, I, I'm excited to be here. Yay, Jesus. He's always got something wonderful to say. Amen. Uh, but I, I, I wanted to start off with actually something that happened in worship. Um, I like to keep things real simple and practical. And if there's a teachable moment, I, I love to like jump right on those things. And Pastor Ian, you came up and you were like, you know, obviously right on when you were talking about, you know, uh, it's all about him and seeking him, right? Whether we're talking about dreams, goals, visions, meditation, prayer, you know, where am I going to work? Where am I going to live? What am I going to do? And all that kind of stuff. Who am I going to marry or whatever it is? It's always about seeking him first. And, and, and really endeavoring to stay in that place of intimacy and closeness, oneness with him. Um, it, it, it is, he's so funny. Um, during worship, I, uh, so this is me being real, okay? Uh, I'm sure other people have experienced this kind of thing, but my mind wanted to be distracted by this. You know, so my mind wanted to go to, okay, like, uh, what, what's, you know, what's on page one again? What's on page two again? What's that scripture again? What's that reference again? What's that examples? Jesus, please give me lots of good examples. And right, my mind wanted to do that. And, and he kept saying to me, just come and be with me. He kept saying that. He kept saying, because we have our favorite place. Those of you who know me know that we have our favorite place, this favorite bench of ours. And he kept saying to me, you know, and I've shown you this before, where he just was calling me, just come, just come and sit with me. Just come and be beside me because he is everything. And so if we just get into his presence, we get everything we need, right? And so... He, you know, and so I would come and I would sit by him and, you know, at first, you know, he was reading the paper and I was sitting by him, but I could feel myself, right? And he's not looking at me, he's reading the paper, but he's totally aware, right, that I'm being like this, you know, the little kid that doesn't want to sit still? And right, and I'm like, because I'm thinking that the, me not wanting to sit still is the distraction that's pulling me to this. And so he's totally aware and he's not looking at me, right? And I'm like, I want to go. Can I go? Can I get, get right? Can I go? Can I think about this? Can I think about this? And, and then finally what he does, he goes, look at that bird over there. <laughs> right? So he's doing all these little things, right? At one point he hands me a cup of tea. Like he's still reading his paper, you know, having a cup of tea and he hands me a cup of tea. All of, the, all of these things that he's doing to try to keep me right. still. Keep me in his presence. Keep me from wanting to run, which is distraction. Wanting to run, that's what distraction does. It makes you run from him instead of toward him. And so he was saying to me, don't, don't, don't think about that. It's fine. You're fine. You've done everything, right? You've, you've sought after what I want to do tonight, right? You read scriptures, you meditated, you prayed, right? You rested, you were still, you did everything. Just, just come and be with me now because this is the best thing you could do for tonight. And, and he, all these little things he was doing, I mean, he knows me so well. Those of you who know me, I don't eat sugar, but I do eat chips. And at one point he literally handed me a bowl of chips. He's like, what do I got to do to keep this girl right close to me? But you know how amazing he is 
All of these things went on and on and on. And then finally I got to that place where I didn't want to leave. Where he was like, okay, it's time for you to get up and go now. And I was like, no, I, want, I just want to stay here, Jesus. Right? Praise the Lord. So there's nothing like being in his presence. Then all, in all of the things that we do in our walk with him in Christianity and all the things I'm going to talk about tonight, that is the most important pre preface right? Understand that that's like a things that are understood is that we seek him first in all that we do. Amen. So the, the other thing I want to do now is this is a little fun meditation exercise. Okay. So it, it's not too serious. So just relax. So everybody close your eyes. I'm going to close my eyes too. Nobody's staring at you. And I want you to picture a railroad track, a railroad track. Yeah, 10 times fast. And then I want you to picture a railroad car sitting on the railroad track. And then I want you to picture a big mound, a giant mound. You know the kind that they, you know, when the snowplow comes, he makes a big mound in the middle of the circle where the kids toboggan off of, like big mound of snow like that, that is sitting over top of the track, blocking the track, and it's right behind this railroad car that you see sitting on the track. So you've got a railroad, you've got a track, you've got a railroad car, then you have this big mound of snow behind, and then on the other side of the mound of snow, you have the caboose. Amen? So the railroad track represents... Two weeks ago, two Wednesday nights ago, not the railroad track, the railroad car, excuse me, is two Wednesdays ago when Miss Jenny was up here. The mound of snow is last Wednesday when we had winter in one day. And the caboose is tonight. And so now I want you to imagine a big snowplow coming in and just plowing all of that mound of snow away. So there's not a trace of snow left on that railroad track. And then I want you to picture the railroad car backing up a bit and the caboose moving up a bit and the two now connecting, you know, the hook thing, whatever it is that would connect them like the back of a hook on a car, you know, they're, co they're connected now. And so that's what tonight is about. I, we are connecting tonight with two weeks ago when Miss Jenny was up here and she was talking about vision, vision boards, goals, and all that kind of stuff. Do you remember that stuff? So this is a follow-up. So I told you not to take it too seriously because it's not about God loves me and God provides for me and God protects me. But it was a little thing, right? a picture that the Lord gave me uh, for me to basically show you that this is connected to what Miss Jenny did two weeks ago. Okay, amen? So it's a follow-up. So go there. I was so inspired by her message two weeks ago. I went home and I made a board. Yeah, I went home and I made a vision board. But all I have are Kenneth Copeland and Kenneth Hagen magazines in my house. So there are a lot of words on my board and not a lot of pictures. But in the, you know, following days, 
I managed to, you know, gather some more magazines and I finished my board. And one of the things that she talked about in those boards is that it's not going to be the same for everyone. Because she, you could do a vision board for 2019. You can do the vision board for, you know, the things you want to do like forever and ever while you're on this earth, as you know them up to this point. You can do a vision board with the five goals she talked about in the next six months. I really felt led to do mine because the Lord has been talking to me a lot about like spirit, soul, and body and all three coming into alignment. So my vision board ended up being that. Things that the Lord was addressing in those three areas of, of what makes me me. Amen. So did the vision board. So good. I'm not going to ask you if you did the vision board. Say, I am a hearing doer. Hearing doer. Amen. Okay. Now, the other thing that she left us with, and this is where we're going to pick up, okay? So we're actually going to do this. So we're making this this practical. This is like workshop, okay? So praise the Lord Jesus. Lord, in all my excitement, I don't want to get ahead of you. So we thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you want to do tonight. We want you in every moment of tonight. It's already been amazing. Glory to God. It's already been wonderful. It's already been life-changing. We want you in every moment, God. This is your night, Lord. You've been waiting for this night to release this part B of the message that started two weeks ago. And so, Lord, you know, just whatever you want to do, God, wherever you want to stop, wherever you want to pause, wherever you want to elaborate, wherever you want to give more detail, wherever you want a demonstration, God, whatever you want to do, Lord, you know my heart is to make it simple <laughs> and practical. So whatever you want to do tonight, God, and however you want to do it, you have a vision for tonight, God. And my heart's desire is that tonight would play out exactly as you see it. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for your anointing. Your anointing is the difference maker. Your anointing turns this into, you know, just information to transformation it's not just information when you're involved lord because of your anointing lord it's not just information but it's transformation god because of your anointing lord and we want it all god we want it all god every bit lord god that you are ready and willing to pour out god we say that we want it all god we're here because of you, God. We're here for you, God. We want this. We want you, God. We want what you want. We desire what you desire. Goals, dreams, visions, purpose, plan. It's all about you, God. It's nothing without you. And it's certainly no fun. So have your way, God. This is your night, Lord. 
this is your night. Lead us where you want to go, God. You have us. You have us, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, Brad, can I get, okay, so what, can I get that instrumental music? Praise the Lord. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to keep you all accountable. Praise the Lord. So, the homework that Jenny left you with, left us with, I should say. I remember she was talking about goals, okay? Uh, show me the gifts you put inside me. Show me the steps that I can take right now. Yes, I remember. Praise the Lord. That's where we're going to start. And we're going to use what the Lord gives you uh, through the rest of the message tonight, okay? So when I say, when I talk about the points for appropriation, you have this in mind now, whatever the Lord is going to give you. Does that make sense? So it's going to be like a working kind of workshop, very practical session. Okay. Huh. So the first question, so pen and paper. Borrow from a neighbor. Because we want this. Because we say 2019 is our best year yet, don't we? Well, we're a part of making it our best year yet. Does that make sense? Okay. So question number one. And this is between you and the Lord. Don't look at your neighbor. Just between you and the Lord. You can close your eyes. You can keep your eyes open. You can look down at the carpet. Question number one. And you may already have the answer to this. Lord, what is one goal that you have for me between now and the next six months? Just one. I know Jenny uh, talked about five, but we're just gonna do one so that we can use this one tonight. Just one. For the next six months, Question number two. Lord, what do you see? What does this goal look like finished? So we're asking the Lord here for a picture of this goal accomplished, already done, finished, manifested. So it could be a house, could be a car, could be debt paid off. And then you see the house, you see the car, you see what it looks like for the debt to be paid off. A picture of that, a big stamp across it, paid in full. Maybe it's writing more. Maybe it's reading more. Maybe it's studying more. Maybe it's getting in shape. Maybe it's starting that business. Maybe it's starting that book. And you see what that looks like. Maybe it's healing. Maybe the Lord has really put it on your heart to go after your healing in a particular area this year. And so you want to see that healing 
accomplished, manifested, complete. So if you had, you know, I'm thinking of, of uh, Pastor Tina's testimony where there was something on her hand. Okay, your picture then obviously where you is that you would see a clear hand, right? Maybe you want to get in shape. So you could, what do you look like when you're in shape? You probably have a picture from the past. If that's something that the Lord is really working with you on. He's talking to me about exercising, so I'm with you. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Number three. Okay, so this was, uh, we had this question from Jenny. Ask the Lord to show you, Lord, at least one gift. One is good, but if he gives you more, one gift that is already inside you. He has put this gift inside you that's going to help you be successful at attaining this goal. Maybe you're excited. Maybe you have a desire for this. Maybe you have patience. Maybe you're strong. Maybe you're skillful. Maybe you're organized. Maybe you got money. Maybe you're a quick learner. Maybe you're tenacious. Question four. Lord, what do I do about this is the question. We're asking the Lord for an action step that you can do right now to work toward this goal. So if the Lord is, is on you about getting in shape, one thing you can do right now is walk to the end of your street and back. Okay? One thing you can do right now. If, if you have a, a goal to run a marathon, but the, you're asking the Lord, what can you do right now? He's, he's not going to give you run a marathon tomorrow. He's going to say, walk around the block. Run around the block. Something you can do right now that is working towards, so in line with this goal, okay? Maybe he's gonna tell you to sew something. You can do that right now. Maybe he's gonna tell you just to show up. Maybe he's gonna tell you to read something, to listen to something. If you're believing for a house, maybe he's gonna tell you to go and clean somebody's house. Or maybe he's gonna tell you to clean your own house. Same thing if you're believing for a car. If you're believing to go on a trip, maybe he's gonna tell you, go get the brochure. That's something you can do right now. Amen? Number five, Lord, what would you say? So we know how important words are and we know how important our confession is ask the lord for a confession what would you say lord that goes along with this goal a declaration something you can say to activate your faith lord what would you say that i should be saying maybe he's going to give you an i am statement Maybe he's just going to tell you to say, 
Just say, thank you, Lord, for my new car. I believe I receive it. Maybe he's going to give you a scripture. Praise the Lord. Okay. So I'll just, I already said one of the things for me in the physical, uh, when I was doing my vision board, I had a picture of a lady running, right? Picture, because to me, running for whatever reason means in shape. We used to run, remember we used to run? <laughs> jog, we called it jogging. We used to jog. So that means something to me. Uh, and now for long term, right? On that, no, 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 no. Declare crop failure on that word right now in the name of Jesus. For not for more than six months from now, okay? The exercise is now, but the not beyond the six months is really a desire of my heart is to have a prayer cabin. So that's on my vision board, but that's not one of my between now and six months goals. Does that make sense? Okay, but getting in shape is. Okay, so praise the Lord. So how do we, what do we do now? Okay, the music, thank you. <laughs> praise the Lord. So what do we do about this now? We've got this goal. We've got this picture of this goal done. We know what to say. We've got something we can do because we know that we got to do the do's. And we know we have to start where we are. And we know we have a part to play. So we've got this information now as we have answered these five questions led by the Lord, amen. But where do we go from here? And so that's what we wanna talk about is we wanna talk about now, what are some steps that are essential to appropriating these goals? Because just because they're goals and visions and dreams that the Lord has for you doesn't mean that they will necessarily show up in your life unless we do our part and do what we know to do. Amen? Okay. Praise the Lord. It all, and appropriating always comes down to faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith works by love. So faith, hope, and love, whenever you do anything with the Lord in your Christian walk, those three are definitely going to be in force. Amen? Okay. So, in honor of Pastor Alex coming home this weekend, this week, this Friday, I think, I've got five S's to appropriating these goals or these dreams, visions, passions, purposes, plans, whatever you have on your vision board. One of the students in LCSM did a vision board for her Rama word. Such a good idea, right? So she has her I am statement from her rhema, and she made a vision board just for that. So good, right? Okay. So, so here are the five S's for appropriating these things now. I'm going to give you all five, and then we're going to break them down. You ready? Yeah. See it, say it, show it, stick with it, and sow it. Yeah. Okay? So everybody say, see it. See it. Say, it. Say, it. say it. Show it. Show it. Stick with it, stick and sow it. Okay, so the first thing is see it. So we know if you've got your vision board, you've got your picture, here's my cabin, 
okay? I got lots of these pictures laying around my house right now. Actually, I have two vision boards right now. I do, I, okay, I've never done a vision board in my life, and I did two in the past week. So praise the Lord. Yeah, and, the, and I got pictures of cabin, because once you put it out there, right? Like I'm telling people, I need a picture of a cabin. I, I haven't been able to, in Kenneth Copeland's <laughs> magazine, find a picture of cabin. So now all these pictures of cabins are coming in. Praise the Lord. So you have your picture, whether it be on your vision board, whether it be on your fridge, whether it be on the dashboard of your car, your bathroom mirror, your screensaver. We have to keep the picture in front of us. That is key. We don't make this vision board and put it in the back of the closet. It has to be before our eyes. It has to be before our eyes when our eyes are open. So I can see this in several places in my house. This is a dream of mine. Look at it. I love it. Right? And I have to be able to see it when I'm in a place, and this is not in front of me. So when my eyes are closed, I have to be able to see it in here. So I have to see it with my eyes open, and that's why we have these things here to help us. These are point of contact, which keep us connected to our goal and what it is that God has for us, right? And then we have to see it in here. And that's, all, that's obviously, people, the meditation, right? Where we get that picture from the Lord. See, see, this is the thing. This is the thing. You may not, when you do your vision board, okay, it may not look exact. This is why it's important to do, with your, to do it with your eyes closed and get this picture directly from the Lord because it may not look the same. We need to do this because this reminds me, oh, yeah, yeah, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for right? So we need to do this. But it's essential to do this because, oh, look, I want to cry. That's why you got to do it. Sorry, I just saw me in Jesus. <laughs> but that's why you have to do it, right? That's why you have to do it. So you have to do it with your eyes open you have to, and you have to see it. And so we know, we know, it's a point of contact, I said. Kenneth Copeland says it's the inner image, it's the blueprint, it's the divine dream. So that's the part that I want to focus on is what you see when your eyes are closed. When you are meditating on the dream, the vision, this goal for the next six months, okay? If I use that example for the next six months of getting in shape, and then when I close my eyes, what do I see? I don't see myself sitting on the couch, I have to change, literally, change the way I see myself. And I have to see what God says is important, effective. He knows me better than I know myself. So he knows the picture and what I have to see that will make the most impact in my mind. Okay? And so I get it directly from him. With all the emotion all the excitement, all the color. I see myself, right? For me, I see myself running up that Brock Hill. I live above on top of the escarpment in Thorold. And so, right, we got St. Catharines, we got the escarpment, we got Thorold, I'm on the top. And for me, I just see myself running up that escarpment. And, and when I get to the top, I'm doing the rocky thing, right? And that makes me strong, I, like makes me want to go like this. And that's what, that's what should happen. Because the body follows. When you notice that you're getting into it and you're doing stuff like that, or you laugh or you smile or you chuckle or whatever you do, you know you're getting somewhere with that inner image and you're doing a good job. 
an effective job at changing the way you see yourself from a person who was maybe not in shape to a person who is in shape. In Jesus' name, amen. If you want to get strong and lifting weights is a, like, right? Is that, that, see, God would not give me that picture because that's not effective for me because that's gotten, that does, I got no history with that. So he gives you things that you have history with. He goes into all your memory banks and gets things that are significant to you. Maybe even things that you forgot about. And he uses those. But only if we show up. Only if we be still and know that he is God. And say, Lord, this is my goal that you gave it to me. You've been talking to me about getting in shape. You've been talking to me about about working on every symptom gone in my body. I need to see what that looks like, God, in full, in living color. And then you allow him to fill in all the details, 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 okay? Details make it more real and more convincing, okay? In this, all the sights, all the sounds. If we go to this now, beyond the six months, I got to hear the crickets. I got to smell the campfire. I got to see the exact type of tea that I'm drinking with Jesus as we're sitting on the couch. I have to hear the, are they loons? Are they Canada goose, geese? Pastor Alex did the geese goose thing, right? I have to hear them in the distance. We have to, we got to get emotional with this picture, with this goal, with this vision. Does that make sense? Okay, and we know how to do that. Praise the Lord. Pastor Ian said, what you, this is key. What you put in your soul now, you put the picture in there on purpose. Okay? The Lord, Holy Spirit is not going to unless you invite him to. You sit and you say, I'm ready for you to do this. I'm ready for you to lead me. I'm ready for you to show me. What you put in your soul now and consistently put in your soul, that's always the key, people. Dr. Caroline Leaf says, the on average people will do this for two to three days. And we have to do it for how long? Until the manifestation. Praise the Lord, okay? So consistently, okay? Uh, Pastor Ian, hope, which is confident expectation, comes when you can really see it. So when you can really see it, when you can really hear it, when you can really feel it, when you're really experiencing it in the present, not someday. Don't talk like that. Okay? Don't say it's going to feel so good when I'm sitting in this. Because what do we say? Someday comes when? Never. Someday never comes. Right? Someday I'm going to have a cabin in the hill. And what that person is really saying, I'm never going to have a cabin in the hill. Okay? I'd like to, but probably not going to happen. So we talk present. When I close my eyes, I'm there. Like the kid who just gets told that he's going to Disney in six months. But he's freaking out with excitement as if he were standing in front of the magic palace or whatever that thing's called. The magic kingdom, the palace, right? That even though it's something that he's going to do six months from now, he's experiencing it like it's happening to him right now. And that's what we have to do, amen? Okay. 
Um, praise the Lord. You might just, okay, this, you might just have to reactivate this picturing and using your imagination part, okay? And we practice, practice, practice. The things of God are practiced. Just start where you are. Even if you get a little glimpse, a little snapshot, and you just keep showing up every day with what you got, and watch in your faithfulness how Holy Spirit will elaborate on that. Amen. Use what you have and more will be given to you. Amen. If you can't see pictures, there's something is amiss. I'm talking once you've practiced and you've gave it a real valiant effort. Okay. If you're, for some reason, your goal is to be healthy or to own a car or to own a home and you can't see it when you close your eyes, then there are some action steps that we have in the Rhema meditation department. Okay. I mean, we should all be proactive in the area. Of, we all need Rhema. We all need meditation. Right. Come on in, people. Come in, come in. I welcome you to come into all these appointments. Come and fill the Rhema meditation appointment book. Be proactive, though. Don't wait for people to call you. You be proactive and book those appointments. Okay? Or if you get stuck, you can't see past the crickets, come in. Okay? Holy Spirit is amazing. What he does in those appoint appointments is absolutely amazing. Okay, so because sometimes there's a trauma, there's a wounding, there's some unforgiveness. Sometimes stuff like that, those are blessing blockers. And they, and they prevent people from seeing and from hearing. Okay, so you just come in and we just do business with that. Easy peasy, okay? Praise the Lord. So you have to say it. You have to say what God says, obviously, only what God says uh, pertaining to the thing. So I am healthy. I am strong. I am in shape. I run long, I can run long distances, right? I, and find a scripture. I run without growing weary, okay? Find scriptures. Say only what God says. If you are, you know, if your dream is to, your six-month goal is to get out of debt or have a debt, a certain particular debt paid off, don't say, I will never get out of debt, okay? Because you planted when you said, Praise the Lord, all my debts are paid, right? Jesus is my provider. You planted that seed. And then the next day when you said, I'll never be out of debt, you dug up that seed. And there, it, it will never, ever be fruitful, okay? So you say only what God says. If you don't have anything good to say, say nothing at all. This might be a quiet season for some people. Okay, praise the Lord. Scriptures, scriptures, always, always, Lord. Kenneth Hagin always asked for three scriptures to confirm things. So get a scripture to confirm the goal, the vision, the dream, the passion, because we only want it if God's in it. Okay, and we need that, okay? Okay, whatever God is going to deliver into your hand must first be declared with your mouth. Words create, words frame your world. Words are power containers, I'm going fast. They don't just convey, convey information when God is in it. They're filled with power. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they who indulge in it shall eat the fruit of it. Proverbs 18, 21. Words are seed. God said, let there be light, and there was light. Words are seed. You say, I am healthy, and healthy manifests. You say, I am contrary to that, and contrary to that manifests. They're containers. You say it, these little containers, with filled with, right, life or death, based on what you say. That is it. They don't have a mind of their own to change what you said after you said it. They have to follow through with what you said. 
Uh, praise the Lord. God's word contains within it the power to bring itself to pass. Isaiah 58, 55, 8. Uh, it's actually farther down now because I'm going to only read this part. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. In that word is the power for that word to be accomplished. In that word, when you release that word, when you say, I am healthy. Thank you, Jesus, for my house. I have my house in Jesus' name, right? In those words that are life, because the word is life. It's living. It's living. Living things, what do they do? They grow. They produce. Praise the Lord. Okay. With words spoken in faith, in that faith is, is the key. Oh, yeah. With, okay. Speaking words, we were actually born again. Just by speaking words. Believing the words we speak. We're born. So can you imagine? Why not? God is saying, why not? And this is how everything, everything. Seed time and harvest. Words are seed. Plant those seeds. Don't dig them up. And watch them produce. Amen? Okay. This is like foundational, but my prayer is that you would hear it like you're hearing it for the first time. Because we want to do something with it. Okay. Change your world by changing your words. What? That's amazing. Uh, okay, good. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Uh, you know, yeah. Praise the Lord. So good. No, okay. Number three. Show it. Number three is show. This is action, action, action. Faith has a corresponding action. Right. Start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. C.S. Lewis said, you can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. So good. Like I already said, if your goal in the next six months is to run a marathon, if that's a passion, if that's a dream that you've always had and God is saying, this is the year for it. Because here's the thing, you could have desires, you could have passions, you could have dreams, but timing is everything. Timing in the Lord is key. Okay, so we're talking about these six months, these particular six months, okay? So if God has given you the green light on running a marathon, okay, start where you are. Like I said, walk to the end of your street. Do what you can. Do something. Ask the Lord. What is that something? And then every day, ask the Lord. Every day. You mean every day? Yeah. Actually, I'd like to say every moment of every day. But I'll just say every day. We'll start with every day. What are we doing today, Holy Spirit? What are we doing today? So when you have a mission, come on. You know, and we pray and we say, Lord, lead me today. But we really don't know where we're, like we got no plan. Right? Like we want him to lead us. So praise the Lord, that's good, right? But we really got nothing beyond that, right? But when you have this goal, this is, this is all Pastor Ian. You all know that, right? When you have this goal, this six-month goal, this vision, this plan, this dream, right? And you say, okay, Lord, what are we doing today? You can feel the purpose now in that question. You know that you're going there in six months. Because God said, this is your six-month goal. You're going to be there in six months. So now it's like you've got that sense of, okay, Lord, I, this is for real. Like I'm serious now. I'm determined, I'm committed, I'm dedicated. Lord, what, what's my plan today? 
right? Okay, praise the Lord. Okay, what are we doing today? Um, we always have a part to play, so good. Four, stick with it, mark four process, okay? Uh, it's a process, it's a process. We stay and do this until the manifestation comes. Whatever God is saying, he knows what it takes and he's still telling you, this is your goal, okay? Um, I'm gonna read that again. Pastor Ian said this, understanding that what you put in your soul now and consistently, this is the part about stick with it. We have to be, consistency is the key in everything. You want to build healthy habits? You want transformation? Consistency. Every day showing up. Every day intimacy with the Lord. Every day reading the word. Every day praying. Every day meditating. Every day hearing and hearing and hearing. So when we embrace the process, right? And we say, Lord, I'm, I'm staying in this process six months or however long it takes for this dream to manifest. I'm going to keep doing the do's every day consistently. I love it. If you were in the advanced meeting last night, I love it. I'm going to maintain this good, this good attitude. And this is preparation ground because we have to be prepared to receive. You talk about that. We have to be prepared to receive the harvest. You don't just get to have the harvest. You got to be ready. You got to have your wagon ready for the corn when somebody plucks it or whatever you do to corn, right? You got to have the equipment there or the people gather. You got to be ready. And the Lord said, this is like the people who win the lottery. We've all heard these stories. They did not have to do any process or preparation and they weren't ready. And look what happened. The statistics are so high, they blow it and they're worse off than they were before. That's a good example. That's straight from Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Okay. Galatians 6, 9, let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Okay, five is sow it. Okay, that's the last one. Five is sow it. Okay, so here, two part, testify. Okay, so this is now, you've, got, you've done the, the do's. <laughs> you stuck with it. You did all these things. You said it. You saw it. You showed it. You stuck with it. And now you are at the sow it part. So this is testify. Tell somebody, give God the glory. Okay. Look what the Lord has done. He healed my body. He touched my mind. He saved me just in time. Okay. Tell somebody that built, that helps them. It blesses them and it, it blesses you. It strengthens you. It builds your faith when you testify. Right. I, I always find some, like I'll catch myself saying, wow, I actually believe this. When I testify, right? Well, that was, that was even better. Now that I'm saying it, I realize it's even better than I thought it was before I said it. So we need to, we need to testify and then help somebody else. Okay. Help somebody else who's believing for the same thing, got the same dream, got the same goal. You got your house, help somebody else get theirs. Here's what I did. These are the practical action steps. So you don't say to somebody, you just got to believe. Because that is true. But wh what does that mean to a person who's never gone through this process of, right, m bringing to manifestation, right? Does that make sense? Okay. So in closing, I'm done. This is huge. Don't ever serve the dream more than you serve God. Hebrews 11.6. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Those who seek God are rewarded. 
not those who seek the reward. Amen? So thank you, Jesus. Bless the Lord. Yay, we are done. Hallelujah. God is good. Thanks so much for joining us today. We pray that your life was impacted by this service and you are able to feel the tangible love of Jesus fill whatever space you're listening from. Maybe you found this message and you've never had the opportunity to come into a personal relationship with Jesus, or you've known about him, but been far from him. We wanna give you the opportunity to make his love a daily reality in your life. Jesus came to this earth and died on the cross so that you could be close to him. He wanted to wipe away every disappointment and bring you into a life of purpose and meaning, one that will impact this globe for good. If you'd like to begin this journey with Jesus today, then just repeat this simple prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I'm praying this prayer because I know that I've made mistakes and been living without you. I apologize and I trust that you will forgive me I accept your love and grace and ask that you would be my savior and my Lord. Help me believe in you and love you every day and help me to show the world what you're like and how great your love is. I commit to live for you from this moment forward. In Jesus' name, amen. All of our Light City family are joining with heaven and celebrating over the commitment you have just made to make Jesus the Lord of your life. We have resources available for you to help you on this journey. And most of all, we're praying for you. Send us a note at info at golightcity.com to let us know about the decision you've made today. We have resources we would love to send you with some easy steps on where to go from here so that you can discover God in a real and meaningful way. If you have a prayer request, our team would love to connect with you and partner with you to see God transform your life. God bless you, and we look forward to hearing from you real soon.